I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hey guys, welcome, welcome. We are your little fire after show. This is the season finale. introduce you to our wonderful panel. I'm your host, moderator Kay Montgomery. First, Rena Dong, who's going to be um, in the live chat tonight for us. Super lucky. Yes. She's a fan of Wheeler Witherspoon and has been since election. Welcome, mm. Trina. What's up? I see a lot of you in the chat. So talk to me. Talk to me. Yes. <laughs> Next up is Chef Beans with the mental cuisine. Hey, and the, uh, the I like it. <laughs> that is, man, I'm, I'm so happy to dive into this episode. My heart is still pounding from last night. <sighs> man. It was crazy. I'm excited. I'm excited. And rounding us out is Monty Bolanos in the building. Hey! Monty, listen, it's so cute. First, let me say, I love Thanks, you. Thanks, girl. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. It's a special occasion. It's the finale. So I figured I'd put on some lipstick. But man, I am so sad it's over. I'm so sad. I feel you on that. I'm, I'm like, ugh. <sighs> so we open with the kids in 1991. Everybody's young. They're like 8, 10, 12, you know. Um, we see a bird is stuck in a bush. Our sweet, sweet Izzy takes it home, tries to save it. We find out, because Moody is like our little resident nerd and knows everything, um, that, <laughs> you know, you've touched it. And now its mom isn't going to want it back. So the idea that she thought that she was saving something but she essentially ensured its death is like, oh, what a metaphor to start off on. And then we close with the gilded cage and the feather inside the gilded cage. And you know, the gilded cage is superficially attractive. It, it represents, you know, comfortability and, you know, all of these great things, but actually it's just confining. So I thought that was the good book ends um, to begin and start on Izzy. So let's just get right in and talk about, I wanted to tackle just the kids first and what goes down with all of them. Um, so let's just go into Izzy. I wanna get kind of into her having it out with her mom. What were you guys' feelings about that? Felt like it was a long time coming, Chef. Yeah. Uh... It was very explosive. And even interviewing her last week, she said she had a very important, you know, groundbreaking scene. And we saw it because I have a lot of empathy, but I feel like it really came out this episode where her mother telling her that she just didn't want her. Like yeah. for some reason, it like really like punched me because she said it and the other kids were around. And this was Izzy's like aha moment to everybody else to be like, see, I'm not crazy. I do not feel welcome. I do not feel comfort under this roof. And now that you're all here to see it, I'm gone. I'm gone. Yeah. Gotta fly away. Yeah. That was a good point. And saying that when she said it around the other kids, you could see they were horrified. They yeah. were. I thought they did a really good job of showing that's when Elena lost the kids. 
Mm. Like they kind of mm. turned on her after that. They were just like, what mom? Like couldn't believe that she said that. To say it's hard being your mom is one thing, but to say I never wanted you, like you were in my life was just like mm. mind blowing. Yeah. So, I mean, she kind of had it out with a lot of the kids. Uh, Monty, mm. what did you think about her and Lexi? Man, when I was watching the episode, there was so, I was enjoying it thoroughly. Like right when I sat down, I was like, I'm going to really enjoy this because I know it's the last one. So I'm going to sit here and like give it, and turn my phone off. I was like, nobody's texting me. <laughs> and there were certain moments, you know, like certain moments where I screamed specifically when Lexi and Elena were going at it. And uh, Lexi says like, I'm not perfect. And then Elena screams back. Yes, you are. Mm. I, I. I yelled, I like screamed out of like, I was, I was caught off guard when she just yelled that right back at her. It was such a, it was a perfect, it was a perfect slap in the face for Elena for everything she's done to everybody. Like even who you think you have a perfect daughter, here she is literally in your face telling you, no, no. And I hate it. Not only am I not perfect, I hate trying to be perfect like you. Yeah, that was a deep one. And the look in her eyes, she was just crazed. I was like, oh my gosh, she is losing it. Like, uh, are they going to be able to get her out of that bed? Like, oh my gosh. So our poor, sweet little family is crumbling. Um, I wonder, nah, it didn't have anything to do with Bill not being there. He wouldn't have been able to handle anything. Let me just say as an aside, throw Bill in with the kids. I was great to hear his little, I'm I'm going to get a pacifier and like storming out, finally confronting Elena about that situation. What did you guys feel about the resolve, Trina? Did you feel like there was any resolve with Bill? No, I feel like he proved a point though. That he, sorry, am I frozen? Just for a second, now we got you. I'm here, here. I'm here, sorry. Um, So I think Bill just finally had had enough and showed that he's a human being that can talk and has opinions and isn't meant to be walked on. He proved that when he screamed at Izzy and just said, grow up. He proved that when he told her to, that he knew about the cheating, he proved it the whole time. So I don't think there was any resolve at all no but I do want to say quick just about the kids when they heard their mom say that they didn't want Izzy it was about time that those kids band together because I think the other thing that we learn in situations where we actually go through life where we don't get spoon-fed everything is we learn how to take care of each other and Mm -hmm. so this I think was the first time that they experienced anything to where they all needed to do it yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's an excellent point because before they're on the sideline, you know, they kind of kick movies down. They tease Izzy. Occasionally, you saw them get uncomfortable with the kid shoes last um, last episode, but they have not been together. And so that was a good thing to see. Very good point, Trina. It was like, oh, finally, like, get on the same page, like, defend your sister. It was so sad to see how desperate uh, Moody was to keep her there yeah. and she just had to go. Yeah, the look in his eyes. I thought he did a really good job. Yeah, acting yeah. is just class act for, from everybody. Um, this Can I shout out the chat real fast? Yes. So we got a lot of people talking. We've got Missy in the chat, Casey undercover in the chat, Zoe, Adelia, 
and Ashley just talking about what's going on in the episode. Share what you think about what we're talking about, guys, or anything you want, and I will shout it out. Awesome. Yep. <laughs> so, Mossy, I know was glad because right. Mossy and Trip finally had it out. Right. There she is. <laughs> I think I said it like episode two or three. I was way ahead of the game, but I was like, there is no way that I, I just, the way that they were, you know, creating this family, I was like, this has to happen. There's no way that this is a perfect opportunity for them to like, kind of, you know, in a way, hash it out. That was the only way they had to like actually go through that. You know, like yeah. they might actually survive. Like hypothetically speaking, if like Pearl would have stayed and stayed with Trip, that fight was the only way that they were gonna be okay. That sure. needed to happen. You know what I mean? For it, for everybody involved, it's just like it was a way to release the anger that Moody had probably been holding in, that he had built up, keeping it in. I was not expecting it to happen at their secret place. I, that mm. really caught me off guard. But as it was happening, you guys, I was like patting myself on the back. I was like, yeah, girl, you knew that was happening. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that um, that Izzy did a really good job at talking to Moody also and saying, listen, you're upset about it, but you're just mad because you paid some attention to her. You bought her a bike. She owes you nothing. She right. doesn't owe you anything. You don't own her. And I thought that was a really good point to kind of get in there because I, you know, we love Moody too, but it was like, yeah, she didn't owe you anything. She didn't kind of lead you on, but like at the end of the day, you know, she made her choices. She wanted to mm -hmm. be with Trip, And so that's, it was what it yeah. was. Yeah. Yep. Um, so uh, that's kind of the kids. Did anybody have anything else about the kids? I mean, yeah. I guess uh, Izzy goes off. Do do we think that she's gonna run away and stay estranged from the family? I mean, I don't know if we want to do predictions now, but I just <laughs> where is she? Just, That's what I don't know. Where'd she go? I don't. Get I was it. just like, you're on the bus going somewhere. Like we don't know that you know anybody. No. Yeah. I I think it's left. I think that's exactly what they wanted is for us to kind of make our own assumption of what she's yeah. doing like it, it leaves it open-ended on purpose because you know it doesn't say that she's never going to come back maybe she just got on a bus and went to like i don't know an hour down the road we don't know mm -hmm. but was you it know? a daydream so, that she got into mia's car they're talking about it in the yeah. chat right now so that was a daydream because she woke up okay. and looked out the window and she was in a bus she was on a bus got it. yeah just yeah. to be clear there another thing that the chat is saying um, I believe it was Zoe and Adelia. They said that Moody has been Izzy's protector because if we remember at the dance, he tried to get Izzy to stop uh, dancing with, slow dancing with that guy so close. So it's a good point. He was there for her previously, so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. I just thought it was just very, just very, like one of my funniest points of the episode was when, uh, Moody popped out the car when he saw Pearl. Like, oh, you thought I wasn't gonna? Like, I was like, like <laughs> surprise, <laughs> surprise. Yeah. Like, to me, I was laughing at that point. But I think we all just hit very important parts as far as how the directors, the writers, the deep director of photography just aesthetically put together these little fires, literally in the house. You have yeah. a fire. You have a fire. You have a fire. And how the fire just torched this 
quote unquote quintessential lifestyle of what a perfect family looks like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it went up the flame. Yeah. So I just thought they did a very amazing job at casting, like everything. I was just blown yeah. away. Yeah. I could think of no better the clothes also than for Elena to take responsibility for it and say, I lit it. Yeah. I was like, mm-hmm. what? Like, first of all, you're like, you know, you lit it because your actions did light it. Yeah. Um, everything <laughs> that you did led to it. But for her to take responsibility, which we haven't seen the whole time, I thought, oh man, maybe there's a chance for her and Bill's marriage to survive this, like, you know, the whole scorched earth principle. Okay, guys. So the court case. Oh. I, I mean, I don't see how anybody yeah. can win. And I was just like, I was devastated all the way around. But when your girl took the stand and said, uh, were they preserving her and introducing Mayling, you know, keeping her with her culture, introducing her to the culture. Uh, what were your thoughts about that, Trina, that whole situation? Listen, okay. <laughs> First of all, I hear Linda's point. I didn't have any Asian dolls either. Fine. But did my mom, who's by the way, white, my father is the Vietnamese one. Did she buy me a panda so I could relate to my people? That was the most messed up thing. That I, she could have just said nothing. Why did she put that in? Why would you just keep digging and digging? You say panda. Now I'm offended. Now I'm mad, Linda. I didn't necessarily not have Linda's back before, but guess what? Right then, I was out. I was done. It was over. So oh, I was real mad. It goes <laughs> she, to show how similar Linda and Elena are. Oh she didn't my. know what she was doing. She had no mm. idea what she was saying. It's just same, it's the same stuff that that privileged life. She had no idea. Yeah. When she said that, I was like, did she just say panda? She said panda girl. Panda? And <laughs> it was not cute. It, it and new enough to, like, to, new enough to be like, no, 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 too. not the fortune cookie. Right. As she was saying this, she tried to like nudge the judge, like, you know, it's okay for me to say these type of things, right? Exactly. Yeah. No. No. She was looking for a white person, but not all white people are created equally. Most people would get that you're offensive as hell, Linda. (laughs) (laughs) Dang. So mad. Oh the disrespect I was just like girl and then she was like well we haven't really showed her anything yet because she's so young I was like well, when are you gonna show yeah he really got her good the lawyer just, yeah. he was chopping her up into little bits but in the end we find out that they trust the system because the system works for them right so right. they were able to get I, do, can we even call her Maylene anymore I mean she's Maribel now right like they were able to to keep Maribel, but not for long, because what happens next literally blew my mind. When I tell y'all they showed Bibi in that car, I thought she was gonna kill herself. I was like, oh my gosh. Me she, too. Gosh, you she did gonna drive that car off a ledge or something. Oh. What, what were your thoughts, Trina? Did you know immediately you were like, she about to go get that baby? No, I had no, I, I don't think, I think I was so shook by the other stuff that was going on. I didn't really yeah, that was a lot know. Of yeah, I didn't know what was happening until I saw the baby in her arms in the car and then Linda trip out and I wasn't really paying attention to what was about to happen. I just thought it was crazy because now what? The baby's just stolen and y'all are just going to sit there because we didn't go back to that storyline. 
Right. Was anybody else shocked by her getting the baby? I thought it was happening. Literally when Linda was in bed with her husband and then the baby started like, yeah. uh, you know, and then he was Crying. like, Shh. I was like, she's taking your baby right now. I instantly <laughs> thought that. I was like, you dumb. They're taking your baby right this second. And well, then she already you, came into y'all house to get the, try and get the baby the first time. Y'all should have some guard, armed guards at the door. Y'all should know better with this type of nonsense. Like, Oh boy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that was wild. I didn't even know how to feel because I, yeah. Did, did anybody have any feelings? Was anybody like, yes, PB, get that baby? Like, no? Okay. Okay. Just, just checking, just checking. Okay. So um, let's just get right into Mia's situation. So she has it out with Pearl again. She decides that she's gonna call. Um, I was floored that when she picked up the phone, first of all, I was happy to revisit the Ryans. I was so <laughs> glad that we got to revisit the Ryans. When when Mrs. Ryan answers the phone and she doesn't say anything, she immediately guesses that it's Mia. Yeah. And then Mia hangs up. I mean, wow. There's not a yeah. resolve there. Um, which I would have loved to see, but just seeing the Ryans make a reappearance was kind of enough for me. What did you guys think about that storyline? What were your ideas, Monty? Uh, I thought it was a perfect example of like Mia coming around. She did hang up the phone, but just that she dialed that she did that, it was like a showing that she was going to try and give Pearl all the information of that she's been wanting forever. I just thought it was like the first step in showing that she might be coming around. Yeah, I, I was all about it. I was shocked, but I was all about it. Were you guys surprised that when when she told Pearl, you know, this was your bad, this is the situation, whatever, at how quickly Pearl came around? It felt fast to me. Was that just me yeah, when they no, were in no. the room and, and Pearl immediately goes to me and hugs her? What were your thoughts, Beans? No, I, I felt like that was pretty fast as well, especially being that the last couple of episodes, Pearl has been stay, standoffish. Like, I'm team Elena. I don't know what you got going on. But as soon as her mother started to, I guess, break down a little bit, she's like, oh, no. Yeah, you know what? It was pretty fast for me. But I also think that she was taken, drawn in by her mother when she saw the shaker flower thing, whatever, painting artist thing I think mm -hmm. that's for real parlin as well but it I do think it was fast yes what were your thoughts about that Trina I uh <laughs> this whole thing my thoughts are very unclear obviously the panda <laughs> thing really resonated with me <laughs> but other than that I think that it makes sense that she probably has kind of lived her whole life if anything kind of strange happens she's like oh is that Mia and so that reaction to me is probably what she's just been doing forever. Uh, is Mia about mm. to come back? Is Mia trying to re-enter? What's going to happen? But I felt that scene was, a, it was a little weird because it was so short and nothing happened. So they just kind of threw it in there. I didn't, it wasn't really paying too much attention to it. Mm -hmm. Well, what were your thoughts about Pearl and Mia when they get, when they kind of had the resolve? Oh, sorry. Did you feel I, like it was fast? Completely. I thought that was fast because she was so upset at every other right. point. And then she just 
but I think she saw her mom being at the end her mom mm-hmm. had had enough she wasn't going to be defensive and fight anymore it was done and so I think she saw her mom just be at the end of her rope and you know just wanted that to be that and to be there for her so I don't know but I have a couple things from the chat uh they all yeah. said that they knew that BB was going to take that baby every person in the chat said that so that's one are they on board with it do they like it uh no one has said that exactly but I don't know I mean I think we're all kind of like well you know but <laughs> there's Zoe either Johnson. way we couldn't wait either way exactly Zoe Johnson uh in reference to what we were just talking about she said Mia is still so scared and so that kind of goes with what I was saying. I think that Pearl sees fear in her mom instead of just mm. anger. That's a good point. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, okay. I, I agree with you that it was hard to process one thing. The pacing of it was brilliant. The pacing. Yeah. So, I mean, that's all writing in direction, right? Like just how we were cut boom, from one boom, thing to boom, another boom. thing. From another yeah. Thing to another thing like we didn't have time to think about one thing because guess what the house is burning down we didn't have time to think about this thing, guess what being a soul baby i was like yeah. oh my goodness it was so good okay so and let's get a little bit into elena and her whole crazy situation she blows up on the family she about gets burned down in her own bed um <laughs> any moments for you guys that happened that made you go like oh I feel bad for Elena or any moments that made you just be like I'm done with her this is like any life-changing uh moments for you in this episode with Elena Monsi I was done with Elena so long ago so I was over her (laughs) so that didn't happen this episode but I will tell you that at the very at the very end, when she's holding on to that feather, and she says Izzy for the first time that this entire season, she finally uses her nickname. At that moment, I was like, "Okay, mm. Elena, you are not a cuckoo bird, a hundred percent, ninety-eight percent of the time." <laughs> But that's the only moment I felt with her. Not when she said that she started the fire. I was like, yeah, you did. You did start the fire. But when she said Izzy, she, I, had a, I, had a, I had a small little moment where I felt for her. And then it went away. I think it went away. What about yeah. you guys? Jeff, take oh, it. No. Uh, <laughs> no, no. I, I, I think I think it was... A, from even Bill telling her off, her going to the doctor's office, stealing confidential information. It was just thing after thing. I'm just kind of like, every time I saw her, like my my gears just started to grind a little more, even though of course she's a character, but we've been talking a lot about privilege and entitlement each after show. And I think that was a prime example. So you think Mm -hmm. because you gave me the letter of recommendation, I'm supposed to break the law for you? Have you really lost your mind that much? So I was just like, Elena's offering. I was like, she should have brought some cupcakes. Why didn't she bring the cupcakes? (laughs) (laughs) But not 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 once. Not once this whole episode. I was just kind of like, good. Good. Yeah. Breaking in, getting wrong information, not believing anything. Um, 
Yeah, that was wild. Her saying Izzy at the end, which makes me think, which is why I am so invested in having a season two, because I think there's mm. so much, uh, there's still story to tell. Um, I think that she is coming to realize, like, oh, maybe she didn't ruin my life. Maybe Bill <laughs> has a point and I made choices, you know? And maybe I actually do love my own daughter, you know? Mm. And maybe that hunting um, Lizzie down and going everywhere to find her will help her kind of realize that and being able to accept, you know, Lizzie for the person she is. I, I just, wow. Can, yeah. Can I just say, can I just say one, one more thing? I really Please. like how Bill told Elena off. I like, I really I yeah. enjoyed that. When he said, you don't see the common denominator in all of this. I felt that because mm -hmm. for some reason she hasn't been able to look at her own reflection and see what the hell she's been doing. So when Bill tore her off and back to what Trina was saying, as far as like him being an actual human, I was like, oh yeah. And then I'm yep. gonna get my own pacifier. I'm like. Exactly. Go get your I pacifier, just Bill. Get your <laughs> I just like the little moments of like, you see him with his Nicorette gum. You know, occasionally <laughs> he's smoking, but not in front of Elena. But after that case, yeah. he came home and he was like, yep, with his foot it. up on the desk. I was like, yeah. Bill is in the building, okay? Yeah. I thought he played that part. I thought that part was just like a man becoming unleashed as much as, much as he could. You know, Bill isn't going to be like, he yeah. isn't gonna go book wild and leave the family. You know what I mean? But like, I thought they played it really well for him to for him to be baseline and then for it to like slowly build and just have that tension and then him get to release yeah. it in a very Bill way, you know? Very Bill and subdued way. I, yeah, I really, I really enjoyed it. Um, I thought yeah. a good point that Mia said when she was on the stand was no mother gets it 100%, gets mm -hmm. it right 100% of the time. And so walking away, I was like, man, that's really a thing for the whole thing, because we can mm -hmm. talk about the choices that they both made and the choices that BB made and the choices that um, Mirabelle's mom made. I can't think of her yeah. name right now, Linda. but it was like Linda. Linda. <laughs> it was like, listen, the choices that Mia's mom made, right? When she disowned her, I was just like, wow, like it's so true. No mom mother gets it right 100% of the time. Who right. is the good mother? Who is the mother getting it right 100% of the time? 100% of the time in the show? There is none. Mm -mm. If we thought it was Linda, she ruined it with the panda thing. Like, no. <laughs> Word. <laughs> That's right. She what did. were you guys' thoughts about that kind of thing? Yeah. So, um, I mean, I think anybody wants to take it. Oh, I'm sorry. I think uh, you kind of hit it on the nose as far as when it comes to like motherhood and the different ways that they portrayed it, like throughout this whole scene, motherhood and just womanhood, period. Like we saw the woman being the dominance this entire series. So I just, I just really, I, I don't know, I, I really enjoyed it. Like I really enjoyed it. And like you said, it's all subjective. So who's right and who's wrong, even though Elena did a lot of, you know what I mean? Who's right and who's wrong? We had this emotional connection to like Mia, I feel like from episode one to the season finale to where it's like, we were just constantly being shifted in different directions. But I feel like with Elena was, I was shifted this way far left. I'm like, all right, she'll, she'll, she'll figure it out. <laughs>
Did you guys uh, feel like me? Oh, go ahead, Trina. I was just going to say that I felt like we saw them slowly because at the beginning of the season, we were talking a lot about control and how their common mm. thing was that they needed to control themselves and everyone else around them, mainly their family. And so the true unraveling, I guess, happened this episode where they just fully lost control of everything, but they handled it differently. So mm -hmm. when Mia lost control, she still confronted it. And she still just put herself as kind of a peer to Pearl and said, this is what we got going on. This is this, this is how I feel. And I feel sad because you, you know, stuff we learn <laughs> in elementary school of how we're supposed to express ourselves. <laughs> and then <laughs> with Elena, she spiraled and she basically ruined herself. She completely blacked out of everything, just wasn't paying attention and just had a complete and total meltdown. And her kids had to save her because she was ill-equipped for dealing with real life bad things happening that she couldn't just turn back around. Mm -hmm. So I think that, yes, it was all dealing with motherhood and how it's not perfect and how no one is perfect. But also, you know, I personally think there was one person that proved that they, no matter how much you screw up, you can always try to come back. And I think Mia is the one that did that. I agree. So do you guys, do you guys feel like Mia redeemed herself by telling Pearl um, the truth and then in the end by taking her to her parents, back to her parents? Monsi, what were I your thoughts it, about? It was the beginning of you know, fixing, making amends. It was the beginning. Just by doing that, it's not going to erase everything that she did because she did lie to Pearl a lot about a lot of stuff for many, many years. So I don't think it just can happen with one trip to meet the grandparents. But I think it was the beginning. And I'm, I'm totally with Trina that they were both terrible. But at the same time, at the end with Mia, you're like, Mia's trying here. Like there's something about her. She gives you a little bit more hope then Elena gives you at the end. Yeah. You're, yeah. What were your thoughts, um, Chef, about Mia kind of redeeming herself in the end here? Uh, I really, I really enjoyed it. Uh, like we said, it's the first step to, I feel like, a larger picture. And if they do, mm -hmm. not to jump to predictions, but if they do bring back a season two, I'm interested in to see how the, the other family comes up. You know what I mean? Like, what is that yeah. going to look like now that she's not at least afraid to dial those buttons? What is that going to look like now once she got to the grandparents' crib? Because what if the grandparents are like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, who knows if Pearl even made it inside the house? But I'm happy to see that <laughs> Mia's taking that step. Like, that that warmed my heart. And for Izzy to say, like, at least I felt comfortable at that house. I felt like a person. Here, you won't even call me my nickname. And everybody mm, has a nickname. Yeah. A nickname? Mm, yeah. Even when she brought up the trash can situation, I feel like Izzy was just like fed up. Like, I see that's where you put the trash. I'm trying to tell you, mm, your, mm. your older daughter is not perfect. Everything, but it just, but not Mia though, is a first step to a larger picture. That's yeah, right. A first step. Well, I, I feel like maybe there's a chance chance for Elena just because everything is completely burned down. And what Mia says about, you know, sometimes you have to scorch everything to start over yeah. and and how people can be like that, too. Right. From total devastation, everybody just finds a way to go on and rebuild. 
Um, so hopefully that will happen. Um, I would say um, we're, I'm so grateful that we have people in the live chat giving their opinions. Yes. I'm so grateful for this whole season. We've had tons of people giving comments and we love that. Um, Chef Beans, do you have a message for our super fans who've been joining us this season? Yes, absolutely. California isn't the only things that's been shaken up lately. We've also had things shaken up here at AfterBuzz TV. We just want to say thank you for tuning in. We appreciate you all. If you're watching on YouTube right now, leave us a thumbs up. If you're on iTunes, give us a five-star rating. But no matter where you are, leave a comment, especially in that live chat, because we've all appreciated you all throughout this entire season. AfterBuzz has given us confidence inside and outside of the studio. So even though the earth is quaking, we still over here shaking it up. Hey. <laughs> in Shaker Heights. Mm. In Shaker Heights, okay. I love it. Shaking in Shaker Heights. I love it. Even though so Mia we ripped that sticker off her news, car. Our news today is about, yeah, and balled it up. I was like, no bumper sticker comes off that easy. And I even have a little bit from showrunner Liz Tegler, which you guys are not going to be happy about. So oh. she addressed a possible second season. And she said, in her eyes, the story is done. In <gasps> her, in her story, it has ended because she doesn't think that there is an organic way for Mia and Elena's cross or Elena's paths to cross again. She does wow. not see that happening organically, uh, but that, you know, she would do it, but in her eyes, the story is done. So we'll see, cause you know, people will still do it. Like, you know, but in her eyes, that's just what she thought. Now with this final uh, episode, so Reese Witherspoon, one of the things that they talked about was her scream to Lexi. You guys, I'm gonna read you her quote. We had a lot of conversations about it like more conversations than I've ever had about any scene I've ever done in any project ever in my whole life. For the scene where she's wow. yelling with Aunt Lexi. She said they talked about it so, so much and that she actually lost control and that she at one point had to turn around and make sure that the kids were okay because she lost so much control as she was yelling at them. Crazy, crazy. Wow, wow. That's awesome. Amazing. That was a great yeah. scene though. She, she nailed it. Great scene. Totally. She, did, she did, she did. And what these two gals had to do after they finished filming the, you know, this show, they're producers. So a lot of the things that they did was film a ton of alter, alternate scenes. So like the final mm -hmm. scene where they go to Mia's parents and Pearl gets out of the car, they weren't sure if, if Mia was gonna get out of the car. They didn't know what they mm -hmm. wanted to show. They were like, maybe mm -hmm. she just stays in the car because she doesn't want to go. Maybe she gets out. So they filmed like a lot of different variations of things because they weren't sure. And as producers, they wanted to have options. And they decided that Mia would at least get out of the car and lean against the hood, at least. Now, leaving the characters. Did they want to leave the characters? They were ready. They were ready at the end to say goodbye to Elena and Mia. Uh, the emotional roller coaster that they went through, they loved it. They loved the creative experience. But they both said that their husbands and families were very happy that they were done with those oh. characters. 
Yeah, <laughs> so they were uh, sad, but happy to say goodbye. And then uh, finally, when Elena calls uh, Isabel Izzy, you know, that is, they did that on purpose to give the idea of hope. Like the end of this finale is not like the book. I don't want to give too mm -hmm. much away in case you guys are reading, but it's not the same. And this is all because they wanted to leave you with more hope in all of the characters. Mm -hmm. I guess the book doesn't leave you like that. It's a little bit sadder, a little darker. So this one, they changed the ending so that there was a little bit of hope left with all of the characters, not one, just all of them, that you felt that there was hope for them to become better people. Fine. And that's all I got. Wow. <laughs> Great news segment, Mom. Such good We news. learned a awesome. lot. Yeah. I will say I read something from Celeste Ng that um, wrote the original book and she did some work on the, on the screenplay with these guys. And she said that she would be open to doing a second season. So I don't know. I would I know. love to I'm see all it about personally. It. Let's take a vote. Who would love to see a second season? Mossy slowly, yeah, yeah. Well, why don't we go around and say what we most would want to see? I think I am most pressed because I want to see how the heck they're gonna rebuild after this. Like, how is Elena gonna rebuild her family? And if she's going to find Izzy, that that's my burning question. What about you, Trina? All I want to know is where Izzy goes and if she's okay. And if she ever goes back, I think the other kids will just jump back into their normal lives. Probably, but I think what, it's what all about think, Izzy. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I'm not sure. I, I, I think, um, I'm curious to see how the, Pearl's father, you know, how he pops his head in. Cause I, I feel like at this point, though mm -hmm. Pearl loves her mother a lot, I think she still at least wants to meet or talk to her father. Mm -hmm. I don't think she's just gonna let that go. So I'm curious to see how they will trickle that in. I agree with that. What do you think, Monsi? Yeah. All right, so the only reason I'm kind of hesitant on a second season is because of the second season of Big Little Lies that just didn't do what season one did mm. so i'm afraid that it won't be as great because they're you know there's no blueprint they're gonna kind of just write whatever they want for second season but if there was how have none of you said where is bb where is she and the baby what's gonna happen <laughs> baby? we told you we don't care we think she yeah. deserved the baby so we like they're happy whatever she gonna find the time that you bb will find the time these baby dogs true <laughs> True. <laughs> but yeah, there's so there's so much good stuff that we could get in the second season, but I totally understand what the showrunner was saying of, about it being organic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, but there's so much they could do in the second season. So much. Yeah, I think you could do a second season without them necessarily being together. I mean, I would take two of them apart and then maybe meeting up at the very end of the, as the finale for the second. Season, I can follow the whole season with them being apart. Right. Yes, unless, unless like, Pearl Trina, finds a foreign trip. Was that? I'm sorry. No, sorry. Yeah, I was right. gonna say unless Pearl tries to find Trip, I don't know. But Ooh. I'm sorry, Trina. I feel like Trip would, would be the one That's trying to good. find Pearl. He's yes. the one that said, "I would do anything to hold on to you." Anything. Mm -hmm. Yep. 
Get it, Jordan Elsa. So I killed that episode. Get it. He did. He did. I was so proud of him. Like, me too. Um, you have a yes. special, special segment for us, Trina? I do. Something really fun because I'm so obsessed with where Izzy went. I want to know, <laughs> <laughs> I want to know which <laughs> 90s TV family y'all think she ended up at. So <laughs> oh, I love it. I, okay, you need last. I have to think. Okay, I will go first. And I want her to end up with the Family Matters family. And I want her new best friend to be Steve Urkel. And they will just live life as this dynamic duo. And they'll barge in on the winds lows. And they'll do whatever the heck they I want with positivity and happiness. And that'll be it. What about you, Monsi? Tell me. All right. I, I think it. I would want her to be part of, I forgot their last name, but Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. So that way yeah. she like goes into like a structured family, but you got okay. a little bit of like Will Smith mm. giving you some of the swag right. and showing right. you like, it's okay to break some of the rules. Yes. But then there's Ashley who is, you know, <laughs> follows the yeah. rules and she's just, I would love to see her to be part of a uh, Fresh Prince. What about you, Chef? See, I was going to say Fresh Prince, but my second one, mm -hmm. I would say uh, an older, a older Izzy, uh, Let's say she's like at least 18 now, maybe in March and working at the radio station. And then he let her get on the radio a little bit and then she starts to put her personality out. That would be my second. Like she she kind of bounced around a little bit, but somehow she ended up in Detroit, Martin and they just, you know what I mean? She just built her way up. Got it. That's good. That's really good. I love it. All right, that Kay, you're so last. Fun. Yeah, I would want her to be on Sister Sister. First of all, yes. I think it's funny that we all chose Black families for her. Let me just say, well, <laughs> I mean, come on. We don't need she her chose Black family for her. We don't need so. any of that. She's good. No. So, right? So I would, I would love her in Sister Sister because she would get a mom that loves her. The mom of Sister Sister was amazing. Yeah. And the dad has a little bit more of like the strictness. And yeah, I think she would be great in that family. Yeah. Amazing. Absolutely. All right. Well, that yeah. was my last special segment. I that's all I wanted to know. And I just assume that Izzy is one of those in one of those houses. And that's all I got. Absolutely. I like that. love it. Oh my gosh, Trina, you have the best special segment. That was so funny. I love it. I'm gonna miss those. Well, yeah. we are gonna miss you guys. Uh, Make sure to if you haven't watched every single one of our after shows, go back, mm -hmm. comment tweet social media at us we are so sad this is over we want to stretch it for as long as possible so we love yeah. to just talk 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 about it with you guys where can these guys find you on social media uh chef beans you can follow me on all social media platforms as chef underscore beans with a z awesome what about you monse uh, you can find me across social media at Monsi Bolanos, M-O-N-S-E-B-O-L-A-N-O-S. Guys, it's been a pleasure. It's been such a pleasure working with you. I'm sad. Mm, sad. Yeah. You too, Monsi. What about <laughs> you, Trina? Y'all can find me at Hey Trina Dong on both Instagram and Twitter. Please, please follow these wonderful co-hosts of mine. They're all up to so many great things all the time. We're going to be hosting more shows too, so please follow us. What about you, Kay? Where can they find you? 
Yes, I am your moderator, Kay Montgomery. You can find me at Host K, that's H-O-S-T-K-A-Y on Instagram and Twitter. Um, I'm also going to be hosting uh, Beastie Boys on Friday, uh, their documentary and Defending Jacob starting on Friday as well. And I'm doing um, Win the Wilderness today and tomorrow. Ooh, so check that out on nice. Netflix. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, thanks so much for joining us for the Little Fires After Show season finale. We will see you guys around the band. So long. Bye. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.